Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. This is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is gay at work? Gay. <laughs> That's what we decided, yeah. But the gays working. The gays. Gays. Are, how do you work? The gays are getting jobs. <laughs> yeah. In some places. Uh, yeah. In other places get, not. Let's go gay at work. Gay at work. Yeah, gay at work. That's yeah, good. Gay at work. Gay at work. Gays work, but with like an E. Mm, yeah. Are you trying to figure out where to put that E right now? <laughs> At first I put it in the end. I'm like, oh, you can see that process. Literally. I was like, W-O-R-K-E? Why? Work A. And then I figured it out. I literally could see the like cogs in your brain. Like, oh. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, can I just say, don't you like that we're filming at like 8pm and it's Right out. It's sunny. Here's how I feel about that. It's lovely, but it's also hot as fucking balls in this room. Like, everybody listen, you want to hear something? (laughs) That's my legs sticking to the chair. (laughs) I feel like that was the perfect description of me and you. Yeah. Just, I. Like, isn't it beautiful? And I'm like, it's hot as fuck in here. Oh, God. Yeah. But, you know, the things we do for our loyal listeners. All six of them. My mom is very happy that I'm in this hot-ass room right now. Yes. Did your mom listen? No. <laughs> I constantly no. make jokes about my mom, and she's like, I'm not going to listen to that. She's like, I'm not. I'm not. She's like, I'm too busy playing tennis. <laughs> I don't think my mom listens either. She watches my YouTube videos, but I feel like podcast is, like, too out there. For yeah. Me. I'm like, like my right mom, like... What, she going to listen to it on the way to work? She works, like, two days a week. <laughs> yeah, I just... Let's hope she doesn't listen. You're just throwing shade at your mom. Oh, Love you, Julie. <clears throat> okay, so, working while you're gay. <laughs> yeah, you have a job, don't you? Um, last time I checked, yeah. Yeah. Okay, first we need to... I think we need to start it off by, like, just talking about some, like, typical, like, like... Jobs that I had that now I'm like, that's a fucking gay ass job. Okay, yes. Number one, the number one. It's the only one, but I think it's more like Uh white gays. Okay. Specifically, Mm -hmm. is a Starbucks barista. Oh, yes. Like the amount of people that I've like talked to on Tinder or like Grind or anything, and then we eventually get back to like the fact that we have either worked together at Starbucks or did work at Starbucks. I feel like the lesbian one of that is Lush, like Lush employees. I was like, Blockbuster. Uh, too. Sport check. <laughs> Julia worked at sport check. That <laughs> <laughs> was like one of uh, her first Perfect, jobs. accurate read. <laughs> yeah, totally. But yeah, literally, like, I think working as a Starbucks barista is like a, a white twink's rite of passage. Oh, yeah, you gotta yeah. be there. Yeah, it's just like when you fully evolve into like your your final form. Mm-hmm. You like if you're a- really out there, like, if you're like that guy in high school who's like, so far out that everyone's like jealous because they're like how did you become so comfortable in yourself at like 14 years old it's like sephora or mac oh yeah 100 percent. also every single time actually it hasn't happened the last one or two times Mm -hmm. but say i've been to the park royal near us or the sephora Mm -hmm. near us in park royal um maybe uh, what 25 times yeah probably more than that anyways i would say literally 10 times out of those, like 50% of the time I go there, mm-hmm. I get offered a job. Are you serious? I am dead serious. You're joking. I am dead serious. Wait, where? Sephora. Yeah. It, 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 you just walk in and they offer you a job. Well, it's like when I'm buying makeup or like buying like, like skincare, they're like, we need a gay. And they I all think, like swarm like me like want, wasps. <laughs> yeah, they want like gay men who wear makeup. Exactly. I yeah. feel like that sells makeup. They literally have said, they're like, oh, like, it's actually really popular with, like, our clientele. And now, the past two times that they haven't asked me is because they literally hired a gay. One gay. I see him. So they got him. Yeah. They they got got him. him. I mean, he's no me, but whatever. (laughs) Oh, my God. That is so funny. Yeah. And sometimes I'll literally be buying, like, moisturizer. And they're like, have you ever thought about a job as, like, a whatever they call themselves? Like Like a... Like a... No, that's not that. No, it's like a makeup, like... Yeah. Or beauty like a beauty performer or something, or something. Like and i'm yeah. like i actually haven't <laughs> yeah no jeez i i the other one is if you're really like non-binary i feel or like a lot of like 
trans people or people that are more on the spectrum is lush, but also big time urban outfitters. Totally. But urban, I feel like, yeah, urban outfitters is just like the queers. Except it's funny that they're the queers because, or like queer people. Yeah. Is the queers offensive? Am I, I offensive? No, I'm uh, one of the queers. So <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I am too. So. Yeah. Um, but like they love like the the LGBTQIA mm-hmm. community, yeah. but they're also so problematic. <laughs> yes. Like they'll release like a shirt with something that's like not okay every like few months. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That like the employee, like the employer, it's like great you're hiring people on the spectrum. That's like fantastic. Like you're really open to that. But then it gets to the point like kind of like your experience with Sephora is like. Are you, are you filling a that? quota? Yeah. Are you filling a quota to be like, look at us go? Like we because need trendy hipster gays. If you were actually educated on it, then you probably wouldn't release a like statement to you that says what it says, or you know. Yeah. So it yeah it is interesting because like, or like a blatant ad that's like so like taking advantage of yeah the, that's what that's what I loved about Starbucks is like they never like tried to just hire gays the guy gays no. just like literally flock there. it was just like the spot it's like fucking bees to like the queen <laughs> is <laughs> oh that how like God. bees work i don't really know I, I think so yeah they all go to yeah. the queen yeah yeah also you, you starbucks is that. a great employer oh they are they're so fantastic good. yeah i think they're always voted like best in canada like great benefits they're like so amazing at training and everything yeah they yeah. care about their employees like in the fact that they actually like give them like a reason to like want to work hard for the company exactly like my understanding is when you get a certain point you like you get like stocks yeah you buy the... stocks yeah. or you get given stocks in it and you're actually like which is like a awesome as an employee but also as an employee like smart like way to motivate your employees like they're not just working for the man like they feel like they're a part of it right yeah. so why so talk not and, you know, talking about Starbucks, you know, that brings us to our sponsor for the Tea Van Electric. <laughs> oh, my God. I wish. <laughs> like that. We've made it. We've made it. That would I've... also come full circle. Can you, you know? <gasps> yeah. So. Also, though, like I always. My thoughts about gays. See, this is another thing is like I am coming at this from like my viewpoint. Right. I'm not speaking for like all aspects of the community. But That's what we're doing every episode, so can we just make that like an umbrella statement? Yeah, I, think, I feel like that should be the new name of our podcast. Like, we're speaking for ourselves. Yeah. I, our <laughs> podcast is now called, like, Umbrella Statement. <laughs> just see the fine print. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> the gays, but not specifically you. <laughs> just us. TM. <laughs> oh my god. Um, the one thing that I always say is, like, whenever I'm, like, dating or trying to meet people or meeting friends is that it really frustrates me as somebody who is, like, pretty career-driven uh-huh. that I find that the gays, like, aren't so much. Uh-huh. In okay. that it's, like, you either have, like, the very successful, like, career gays right. or you have, like, everybody else that, like, works at Lush. Yeah. Which is, like, not shading Lush. No, Apparently they're also up there with Starbucks and, like, great employers. But it's, like... You get, like, the people that are super driven, and then you yeah. get, like, the people who work, like, just, like, kind of... Or they th- work at a bar. Throwaway like jobs is, that, like, yeah. they have no, like, Drag passion for. Sense. And for me, I used to be like, oh, I want to date somebody who has, like, a good job. Like and it's, co- like... Like, I think what you're meaning by that is, like, a, a career, like, what most people would think of as, like, a big boy job. Yeah. Yeah. But now it's, like, evolved in, like, you don't even have to have, like, what I would define as, like, a career, but if you have, like, something, a job that you're passionate about, like yes. that, I'm like, perfect. Amazing. You don't have to be making like amazing money or anything. That's not no. the point. My issue always, and that, I wasn't like, oh, you work at Lush, you must be poor. No, no, it's like. It's not a money thing for you. It's like a commitment thing. Yeah, it's like, I. Because I think it's fair. Most people in those jobs would, if you ask them, would you do this for the rest of your life? It's like, no, I'll work here for a few years and I'll work here and then I'll work there. And like, yeah. it's, it's, it's a job for it's a job, not a career. Yeah, for them. It's like, but there are people that take it as a career, and then that's awesome. That's totally fine. Like if you but ask, you have to be passionate. Exactly. About it. If yeah. you were like, "Do you love working at Lush?" and you were dating someone, and they were like, 
oh my god yes like I see myself moving up I want to be in product development or head office or like not even a money thing but I just want to like move up and up and up this. or like this, this is like company. a company that I really like respect and like it yes. really represents me as a person does. done yeah. I'm like sure but usually it's like oh do you like the job they're like oh it's like fine for now it's a and I'm like oh well yeah. what do you what do you plan on doing they're like oh I don't know yeah and I'm like I get that there's so much like mm-hmm. being in between and unknown especially because school is so fucking goddamn expensive yeah. and shit and I don't think you have to go to school or anything but it's like just have a goddamn passion yeah because I like, don't it's so hard like to be like with someone this sounds really specific to somebody that, but like it's yeah. hard to be like with somebody that doesn't like what they're doing you yes. know or like I yeah, don't know I it's get just what you're a hard saying. thing to get past I think the other thing I've heard something interesting and it was that the reason for that because I hear you and the reason like I think it also ties into people that are like oh my gosh, like, gays party so much older. Like, when I was 35, I wasn't in a club. Like, why are gays still going to the club at that age? Whatever. Is, and I I actually, I hear this when this person said that, is that gays, when they come out later, they didn't really get that, like, adolescence, chill time in their life being themselves. Mm -hmm. So, like, the years that everyone else, when they were heterosexual or whatever, was in high school and they got to work at a coffee sh- local coffee shop or whatever they'd spent their summers just at a part-time job and doing whatever and they you know got to go out and and get wasted and everything like that like those were the years spent even if you did that kind of passing as a heterosexual person you weren't your true self right so then once you kind of come into your true self you're like holy shit it's this whole new world i can go out and i can be in a room surrounded by people that are like me and i get to just be myself and there's no shame in it and all this stuff and for some people if that happens later in life then that's kind of their adolescence time yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense i hadn't like obviously how i feel about it isn't like the end all be all but that actually no. is a point that i've never even thought about because it's yeah. like there is something to be said about having a job that you almost don't have that big of a connection to that you yeah. like go in you make your money you mm-hmm. go out and like do whatever and you're you like want. oh if i want to travel next year if like i want to do this thing and i my job's not going to give me time off. I could just quit my job. I could find another job at another coffee shop, yeah. right? It's kind of that mentality that most of us, I would say, had when we were 16. Like, I remember when I was 16, I had a job at a coffee shop. Um, and my friend wanted me to go for a couple weeks to her family cabin. And they were like, well, no, we're not going to you that time off. And I was like, okay, well, here's my two weeks. Literally, can I? Because <laughs> you just don't care, right? Like, that's you're not thinking of it as a career. You don't have that investment. It's like, yeah. I literally need $100 every two weeks on my paycheck to live. To like buy a Mickey from someone's older brother, and <laughs> to like shotgun an alley, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah. So I think that when I heard that, I was like, because I never thought about it that way. That is a really good point. And when I heard I that, I was yeah. like, oh, because it's so true. Like my heterosexual friends, and I always refer to them like that, but they're probably like barfing at that. But it's just the way it is you know, when they're that age would probably never, like, would be like, oh, I maybe go out to a club for, like, my birthday or, you know, if I had, like, a bachelorette party of a friend's or whatever. But, like, I'm not going just to go. Yeah. Right? Like, when I'm 35, I'm picturing myself, you know, at home with two kids and doing whatever. But... Fucking motorcycle. No, it's a car. Oh, I hate people like that. That just, like, fucking rip their engines. Oh, yeah, it's so annoying. So annoying. But, whereas, you know, you go to a bar, it's it's such a different age range, mm-hmm. right? Like, it, it's just a different vibe. Totally. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm personally very career-driven, so I totally get what you're saying. And that was really important for me when finding someone as well. Um... People that have dated in the past were very much not career-driven. Yeah. So I know that feeling. Like, interestingly enough, one worked at Starbucks. That was fine. They did... At this time when I was dating them, of course, we were also a lot younger. Like, I've been dating Julia for three years. Um, so it was before that. Um, but they just didn't even have any idea what they wanted to do. And other people that I dated too, I still look at them and they don't have any idea what they want to do. They've just been hopping out job, job. Yeah. Then they go like traveling for a month and they come back and they moved to Whistler for a month and they go, you know, wherever. And that's like all fantastic and fine. Like everyone's on a different path, but I just knew with my personality, I'm the kind of person that like, I love, don't get me wrong. I love to go and drink. I love to have a good time. I'm definitely, you know, 
work hard, play hard. But I also like, I think I would drive myself crazy if I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But at the same time, are you envious of those people sometimes? Because I sure as hell am. Totally. Yeah. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh my I'm god. Like, I wish I had no passions. I <laughs> Not like that, but sometimes I'm like, oh my god, it would be so nice to, you know, work at a restaurant, you know, save up for six months and go backpacking for two months yeah. and come back, find another job at another restaurant and and there's I'm I'm seriously saying that there's nothing wrong with that. Like I am jealous no, of that so, a lot yeah. of the time. Like that I, like disconnection from your job that you can just live your life also like going to different jobs and like kind of like not fucking around because you still have to do your job but like going to different jobs like meeting new people is, yeah it's, it's fun. fun like yeah. and like you go out with them Something and fresh. like yeah. yeah whereas like i feel like i was kind of the opposite um i don't know if it's the way i was brought up i don't think so i never really felt pressure from my parents but i think i just put the expectations on myself that i was like okay i'm finishing high school right out of high school i've Went to university, right out of university, like, I'm talking two weeks out, I got a job at, um, working in a sales center, um, like, I, like, with my degree, meaning, like, I didn't get a job in a different area, like, you know, at a coffee shop or whatever it may be, and then I literally consciously took that- Like a sales center, like, you can just say, Best Buy, please. (laughs) It was actually a, a real estate development company. That's what I assumed. Yeah. And then I consciously took four months because I was like, I'll never do this again in my life to backpack. Mm-hmm. I went backpacking for four months. A week after I was home, I was getting my real estate license at UBC and then I was in real estate. Yeah. So. I was like very similar. So like I did, never took that time. So mm-hmm. I'm so that minded that I'm like when other people aren't it. A certain part of me is like, what the heck? And then another part of me is like, oh, I'm so fucking jealous. Exactly. But because I'm that minded, like, if I was dating someone who's just kind of going around job, job, didn't really care. And also, it's hard to date someone when they're in that mindset because, like, they can just be like, oh, let's just go travel. Let's just quit. It's, it's like, like, well, well no, I this have is my career. career. Yeah. yeah. This is, like, what I want to do for the rest of my life. So, it's a bit different. <clears throat> yeah. Literally, like, one of my exes. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> God damn it. Um, one of my exes. How one of I sound like a fucking slut. <laughs> Nothing wrong, no slut shaming. Um, <laughs> I just said like all of my exes. Yeah, um, one of my exes would always be like, "Oh, why don't we like move here or like move here? Like let's oh, just yeah, like totally. get up and move." And I'm like, "Bitch, like go for it!" <laughs> Literally, <laughs> I, like, I was like, "I have a job that I like love, yeah. and like my life is here. Like obviously, I want to travel and stuff, but I'm not just gonna like." Mm-hmm. throw that away because yeah. you want to like go fucking Just live your dreams and grace right. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then there's some days where I wake up and I'm like holy fuck should I just cash in and like move somewhere yeah. I'm like I could sell my car I could sell <laughs> yeah literally I'm like let's go like savings let's just stretch them as far as I can in some corner of the world yeah but yeah so let's get back to the actual fucking topic as we as we do which is specifically gay working <laughs> is that not exactly what we were talking about, Brittany? <laughs> I think we were talking about more like... Wait, you mean that we put a topic up that we kind of don't stay on? Well. That's what I'm saying, as we do. Um, I think that was important to mention, but I think, you know, we need to talk about actually being in the workplace and being gay. and how like currently or like past tense? I think we should speak currently because... I mean, like, we can go on, like, some historical, like, thing. But, like, to our experiences, being gay in your workplace. Like, I think it's important to note that a lot of workplaces are really awesome. Like, we were even speaking to, like, Lush and, like, other places where it's super accepting. You can come in and they ask you what your pronouns are. And they ask you, uh, you know, what you identify as. And that's, like, part of their process because they want to respect that. And then there's people that are so archaic in when it comes to employers. And then there's also industries that are, you know, there's some industries, yours, for mm-hmm. example, that I would say in a lot of ways it might be an actual benefit to be gay because it's seen as like... Fun. <laughs> it, it's seen as like, it's it's shown in the media, yeah. you know, like you're in design. Yeah. Right? Interior design. Interior, yeah, specifically. Yeah. Which every interior design show that really blows up has like a gay on. Yeah, so I feel or like, a gay or, like, fucking um, that bitch from The Bachelor. Julian <laughs> Harris. I hate her also. Oh, my God, me too. I shouldn't say that. Oh, my God, take that out. 
Why? She's like in the Vancouver like influencer scene. Whatever. Listen up, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> she's past the influencer scene. Like she's like a like real but established I... human. <laughs> oh, the shade. The shade. But, but like but I yeah. literally have like I am part of one of those careers that if you were like what's a gay career the first one would choose interior design yeah but that's what i mean by that like i feel like that wouldn't it would never be the case where you would be hired for a job and like a client would be like oh but he's gay if anything it's like oh yes our gay interior designer like i'm just picturing my mom right now i can see the reaction right now she does this every fucking time a gay person walks by walks into the room she has any, any interaction you're so cute like, I'm like, they're just a gay She's person. She's like, yes, <laughs> curtains. That's literally. Yeah, they are so cute. The like, amount, they're just so cute. The one thing that, like, I love my job, but the one thing about it is, is, like, every single time mm-hmm. I meet one of my, like, parents' friends or, like, I meet, like, a, bo- a significant other's yes. parents or whatever, the white women... That are like, oh my god, I'm just like doing a renovation. Like maybe you could like help me out. And I'm like, oh god. And they're like, what if I show you like pictures of my house? Like, oh. what paint color should I choose? And I'm like, fuck off. Yes, yes. <laughs> and because you're that like, you almost like fit that stereotype in their head of like, well, I watch this on HGTV, yeah. so obviously he wants to walk around. And they're just... like, I found me a Nate Burkus, bitch. <laughs> Literally. Is he even gay? I don't know. I don't know, but he should be. <laughs> he is now. He's the new Julian Moore this episode. <laughs> I'm talking about like Ty Pennington or something. <laughs> oh. uh, but yeah, so. Okay, going gay in the workplace. <coughs> I, when I worked, not going to mm-hmm. obviously say where it was because it's like kind of a problematic story. Yeah. But like, I remember when I was like young, I hadn't even come out. To, like, many people. I think mm-hmm. only a few people knew that I was, like, gay at this point. But you know how, like, work friends are different? Yeah. Especially in, like, those, like, oh, early totally. on jobs. How, uh-huh. like, like they know my, like, social insurance number. Mm-hmm. They know, like, my all my passwords. They know, like, my entire family history. Like, mm-hmm. they have my Ancestry.com fucking printed out with them. Like, they know everything. Because you're with them, like, all the time. And you're so tired. And you're so, like, you just let ever There's no walls. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was out to my coworkers and I had a gay manager and like it started off being like oh like we would just like joke about like like gay things mm-hmm. and he'd be like oh like you should go in like the parade for us and all this stuff yeah. and then like literally it got to the point that he was like being like he like took it too far right and I was like you still know that I'm like first of all like not of legal age and he would like make like creepy like kind of like gay like jokes to me and I'm like this is so it's like I think it's hard because like if you are not turning that stereotype yeah exactly and also it's not it's like hard to kind of like separate the two things like I am a gay but I'm also, like, a, a young, person. working human. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't just, like... <laughs> yeah. Well, that directly cor- correlates to my brand work through my Instagram and YouTube and all of that. Is there's brands that come to me, and I can tell they're coming to me because they like my personality. Mm-hmm. And they like, like, you know, that I talk... For example, Inkblot that we've worked with. They totally came to me from a place of, hey, we love that you talk about mental health and, you know, that you deal with anxiety and all these other things. And, you know, certain brands will come to me and you can tell they've, like, watched my content or, like, seen my posts. And they're like, like, oh, I love your caption writing or whatever it is. And they're like, this is what your personality and this would fit the brand. And then there's others that are straight up like, we need a gay. And it's like, yes, like, I want that check. Like, I hear you. Like, yes, please give me that check. But there's some that, like, that walk the line Um. of pushing it a little too hard where you're like, Okay, it's one thing to, like, be like, oh, yeah, we want to hire you for this collaboration because, you know, we're doing work with LGBT community. We need that represented. Fine. And then there's another thing when you come to me and you're like, hey, like, we want to do this, but we really need it to be, like, you and your girlfriend kissing in the photo or, like, holding hands. Like, it needs to be obvious that it's, like, you are gay. Yeah. Like, it can't just be you and the fact that it's you and you're open on social media is enough. Like, so, like we don't want people to, be, to do research. Yeah. It has to be like painfully obvious. Yeah. And like we need like I've literally had in the notes like pride flag in background. So like all these things. 
And then it gets to the point where you're like, I'm just a fucking piece of meat. You're just like a filler. Like, I'm just literally, like, your stereotype. And proudly enough, I have turned those down because I'm like, no, like, if you're going to book me, like, I will do a good job of representing what you want to represent and I will, like, write the caption well and I'll be me and I'm obviously out and proud, so that will work. Oh, you're stronger than I, Brie. I just, uh, it's just like, like, wow, Tony's mattresses loves gays. <laughs> you're, like, jumping up and down with a pride flag on the mattress. It's like, like a rainbow mattress. Pillow white, <laughs> rainbow feathers coming out of the pillow. Like, I'm like, I need that check, bitch. Yeah, no, I, I hear you and it is a fine line, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I relate to you in that sense. And then there's my like career career where I feel like my gayness is in no way a part of it. Um, because funny enough, it is actually a stereotypical thing for a lesbian to be a real Is it? Yeah, it is. Okay. I, I didn't know that until recently. They were like, oh, like I think someone posted like, oh, do I look like a lesbian realtor? And I was like, oh my God, is that me? And I was like, yeah, that's me. Yeah. And then I like started seeing it more you know once you hear or see somebody once um but as a real estate agent it's kind of different because people always ask like oh who do you work for like you work for yourself you're under an office but really you the you actually pay the office like i'm not employed by my real estate corporation i pay them fees to like literally hold my license yeah and do, like, legal processing for me and have, like, insurance in case, like, something goes wrong and someone got sued or something like that. So, in the office, it's not like you're, like, with colleagues like you would be in another place. You're working around other realtors and it's really like you're working with, alongside your competitors. Yeah. So, it's not like I'm, like, fucking kikiing with, like, the other realtors. It's like I go in, I go into my private office, I do my thing, and I leave. Yeah. Um, so, everyone in there knows I'm gay from, like... We've talked about my Christmas party and all that good shit. Fucking Janet, bitch. Yes. <laughs> but um, it's it's not really like a personal environment. And then when it comes to my day-to-day, I'm going and meeting clients. And the turnover with a client could be anywhere from I could work with them for the longest was two years to find the perfect home. And it, the shortest is like literally a week. Like, hey, I'm calling you because I have a house I want to buy. Right. So, um... And you're seeing those people as a client for like, you know, okay, we're going on a tour for a couple hours on the weekend or we're doing this and we're talking email and whatever else. It's, it's different in that, like, it's not enough time for you to open, like, I'm very personable and I like being open and everything and hearing about their lives and I like to share, but it's like one of those things where it's like, am I really going to like come out to you when in two weeks, I'm never like, are we going to do this? Yeah. So it's not like. There is, like, there has been moments where it's, like, consciously kind of avoiding, like, you know, even, like, using words, which I find are fairly obvious, but, like, my partner or, like, my, instead of my girlfriend. Yeah. And I'll notice, like, usually I would always say my girlfriend. But in, like, clients, I think I'll say that just because it's, like, easier to, like, not have that conversation. Exactly. Um, and just, like, move through it. So, I'm not, like, re- I'm not employed by anyone, so I don't have, like, an employer that's okay with me being gay or not. And in that sense, too, I didn't have to be hired as like an out gay person because I just decided to go into this career and took the course and hired myself, if you will. Um, so I've never really had to experience that. I have experienced a bazillion times being assumed straight. That just happens every fucking right. day by every other realtor or whatever. Like the amount of times there's this lovely man in my office who's like, an elderly gentleman and he's been a realtor for like ever okay and he basically father time <laughs> yeah he he you know he he just kind of goes to the office for his like social time i want to say like I, I don't think he's officially retired but like pretty much he's like not selling shit <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it um nicest guy but like every day like when he walks by me and i'm like you know like in the like coffee area or whatever and like on my phone He'll be like, oh, you texting your boyfriend? Every time he has the same joke. You know how old, old, yeah. older people just have the same fucking joke? And they're like, said that like killed it. Hour ago. <laughs> and every time I'm like, oh, one of these days I'm just going to turn and be like, actually, I'm texting my girlfriend. I'm a lesbian. Just to like see the reaction. That, but I also that will like do guy. him in. Oh my <laughs> God. Yeah, literally. So it's one of those things where it's kind of, and I, I feel like a lot of people listening might understand because I don't have personal relationships with these people. In the sense that it's not like I'm going to have to ever get too far into hiding things. I'm not hiding anything, but I'm not getting into it. Yeah. So it's kind of this weird, like, 
Yeah, if it came up, I'd obviously be like, yeah, and like I bring Julia to work parties and everything like that. But I'll let people assume, people will still assume I'm straight. Like, I'll let them assume I brought my friend because I don't have a boyfriend. Poor yeah. Brie. Like, you're showing off closets. You're not coming out of them, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. But it's funny you said about, like, how work friends are different. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people I talk to, like, came out to, like, their work friends first. I think it's, like, a like decently common thing. I think so, too. And I think it's because there are, like... It's weird because you're so open with people that you don't, like, you're not even telling your best friends some of these things. And I think... (coughs) (coughs) Sorry. Jesus Christ. Um, And I think it's because you have, like, a disconnection to them. Yeah. So you're more open with them. Mm -hmm. But then in turn, it kind of works its way back to that you get super connected to them. It's very weird. Yeah. I've always found that in any of my jobs when I was in high school um exactly like you said it's this weird thing that I feel like in high school you feel like the world's a lot smaller than it is yeah so even if someone just goes to a different high school it feels like they're so far away that it's like oh they'll never it'll never you get back to the people tell I'm them actually things around that directly go to your fucking principal <laughs> oh yeah exactly whereas like if anyone in your school found out it would be like the talk of your school but something about just like them being like couple high schools away it's like they seem so disconnected and far far away (laughs) exactly like you said like in a way you finally are able to open up and i feel like they do the same because i feel like mutually everyone's like oh my god it's like an unspoken code at like almost every job yeah and it's like also even just not about like the gay stuff like they can talk about their boyfriend or their best friend or like another person and like confide not talk shit but like be like oh my god that's how i'm feeling talk shit yeah also (laughs) that because if they tell their best friend at high school that their boyfriend is doing this and they hate it their best friend might go screw them over and tell their boyfriend's buddy and like all this other stuff right yeah like high school people are just assholes but there's is this like unspoken like vibe in a workplace it's like okay this doesn't leave the workplace what happens in starbucks stays (laughs) i remember going to work and it being like some of the most like actual real conversations yeah while I was growing up because because of that because like I feel like you tiptoe your way through high school a bit I also think it's that as different as people going to a one high school are yeah sometimes those people are all say from the same neighborhood or like yes. you know they kind of ha- come all, their from, pa- all your parents know each yeah, other they all come from the same like walk of life yeah. like you went to elementary school with yeah. them but even just meeting somebody that goes to a different high school yeah. that you're working with has like a slightly different walk of life yeah. and they've had a different experience. It's like a whole new world, especially when you're young. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh my God, this person's so fascinating and new and they yeah. live 12 blocks away. Yeah. <laughs> Their mom's not like having drinks with my mom at 4 p.m. today on the Cactus Club patio. Yeah. You know? Um, and also I feel like there's something about the fact that when you meet someone at work, like maybe why people come out with people at work more is that you don't have that judgment or that shaming of like who you've dated in the past. And like people have known, like people in high school, they're my friends and I knew them since kindergarten. So it's like, in a way, like when I was telling them how I was feeling, it was like, oh, but what about that guy? What about this feeling? What about when you said this? What about this? Oh yeah, you kissed that girl at the party. Was that real? Blah, 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 blah. Whereas when you walk into a workplace and it's someone brand new, you can just like be you without all that extra baggage. You can like build your story how you want it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I remember I did a job. This is, a, this is a funny job. This is probably the weirdest job I've worked where um, I was the... Okay, you very know when concerned as to where this is going. You know when you go to like, well, for here it's the peony, but you know when you go to like a fair and they have that section where it's all like the slap chops and yeah. all the like as seen on TV and you can walk around and they're like trying like the them out and demoing yeah. it and stuff like that. Were you slap chop man? I was not <laughs> slap chop man, but I was um, fake candle woman. Oh. I did all the like fake candles that could like change color settings and yeah. like, they looked real but they weren't they were made of wax but they weren't real so it couldn't burn your house down like all that stuff yeah. so randomly but who didn't I, love the danger in that you know oh yeah so randomly I got this like message from this person that like friend of a friend of a friend that was like oh you got recommended because apparently you're good at public speaking because at the time I had also done like some weird out of school public speaking course okay anyways so they were like, would you be down to make like 500 bucks in a weekend? Which 
at the time, especially like I was, I was younger. I was like, holy fuck, I usually make that in like literally a month and a half. Yeah. Um, at my, my job, job, my part-time job, like, yeah. And they're like, okay. And so literally no training. I show up the day. They tell me my spiel and I got so fucking good at it. Like I was like selling those candles, but the one girl that I was doing with, yeah, she worked for her parents and they like traveled around and did all these different fairs. And it was actually like their company. They, their company owned like 20 products that were being shown that weekend and they go with them everywhere. So I meet her. And it sounds weird, but, like, for, like, five days, I was at this thing, and every day, like, 6 a.m. to, like, midnight was there with her, just her, me and her. Yeah. I probably told this girl more than I did any one of my friends, like, girlfriends in high school for five years. It's, I think also some of it might be that that friendship isn't permanent. Yeah. And even when you're, like, working a job... It's not like these people, your best friends, they're going to follow you around for life. It's like, I could quit this job tomorrow and this would die with you. Yeah. Well, this girl specifically, she was from Alberta in Canada, Mm. right? So, like, I knew she was, like, so far gone, right? And everyone else, like, we've talked about before my coming out, like, I wasn't hiding anything, but I never had an explicit conversation with someone of, like, you know, this is who I am. And for once in my fucking life, I was able to have a conversation that no one knew that I had dated a guy before. No one knew, like, anything about what I had said in the past. Like, the girls I had made out with, is that real? They didn't know any of my friends. They didn't know any of the girls that I had dated on the down low that I had to be careful not to out. Yeah. Because if I tried to prove my gayness to my circle by saying, well, yeah, I dated a guy, but I also dated this girl that I was outing. People to this day, I would be outing them right. for that experience, right? Whether they actually identify as LGBTQ now or not. Um, for once, I could just like say names and it was going to have no repercussions and she was going to be off to her fucking next fair the next week. Mm-hmm. And it was literally like a therapeutic fucking experience. Totally. I was like, oh my God, I can just let this all off my fucking chest. I can let chest. this random bitch... No, I love And I just, this. like, let it go. Like, I was just like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gay. I have a girlfriend. I'm seeing her after this. And she was like, oh, my God, amazing. Cool. Blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so, like, for the first time, people are, like, trying to piece it together and trying to everything. And it was the first, like, experience I had of, like, coming out to someone that was my age. That there wasn't anything, like, oh, but you know Brianna Williamson this before. Did that or like, yeah. whatever. It was, like, so Janet pops refreshing. up. She's like, I knew Brianna high school. Like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. And so, like, I remember after that, like, I'd go home and, like, stay over at my girl who's dating's place or, like, whatever. And I would just be so fucking happy because I'm like, oh, my God, I just, like, talked to someone today about us that, like, that ju- I could just talk to about. And it, like, <laughs> gave, sorry, I'm having a headphone problem. She's stuck in her headphones. Yeah. They, it gave me, like, Hope. That's how I can describe it. Because the way I was able to talk about my relationship with the girl I was dating to someone and them just see it as, like, normal and chill. And the way I was able to just, like, be myself, I was like, one day I hope I can just be this. Yeah. And and then, you know, that week ended. She went on and I went back to, like, my, like, half out, half hiding, secretive, like, bullshit, like, ways. And... It just sucked, but I still had that, like, okay, it can be okay. Like, you can date someone, and you can just say, oh, I'm going home. I'm actually dating a girl, and, like, she's my girlfriend, and it's, like, fantastic, and it felt so good. And it, like, gave me that, like, boost of, like, it's going to be, like, okay. Like, it's going to be... Normal is the wrong word, but that's how it felt to me. It's going to be normal. Like, you're going to be able to be a normal person that's able to just, like, say what it is. Yeah. I know. What is happening? As a fucking jet flies over. Is it a jet? It's my ex-girlfriend coming to murder. She's like, shut your mouth! <laughs> Don't help me! Well, it's not normal for us because we ended. Oh my god. I was like, is it like a plane? Is this like World War Three? Are we being invaded? I wouldn't be surprised if it's afraid. <laughs> Take me now. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, so... I think it's... Oh, Funny enough, wait, I just have to say this one thing. Oh my god. Okay, yeah, I just have what? to say this one thing. Every year I go back to the DME and every year she's there. Oh, really? That's so actually really, really cute. cute. And she's like met Julia and stuff now. So. Oh, that's cute. So it's, it's cute because every year I get to see her, she's still doing it. And I'm like, hi. And she doesn't know that she was that to me. Right. Has no idea. Maybe like, she's listening. I hope so. Hey, candle bitch. You're the girl. <laughs> <laughs> but like to me, 
it, like she probably just thought because the way I was presenting it was so normal. She probably that just that thought, was, oh, I can just be this normal and I can be this outspoken and I can I can talk about who I am and and the fact that I'm dating a girl. And, and who she was she probably is. like, wow, like Bree's. It's so awesome that Bree's so open with everyone. Yeah, right. Like she probably thought I was just like so and open, like, so you vulnerable. idiot. <laughs> and I I remember like showing her pictures of the girl I was dating and like oh. I'd never been able to do that before. I was just felt so good. So. Yes, I, I, one day maybe I will, I've actually thought about like for YouTube, wouldn't it be cool to do like, Bring her like back. try, like when she comes in the summer, be like, Hey, if you have a time, here's another love... YouTube idea. What? It's you selling, selling candles. candles. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, Hey bitch, you got another job because I need it. I need help. I need that $500 I a week. I need it bad. Uh, I can I do it? Cause I need to fix my goddamn shower. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I think that. If we have any listeners <laughs> currently listening, but if there are like young gays, lesbians, yeah. queers, um, I think that like getting a job, it's hard because it's not going to work out as magically every time. I'm not saying it's like the no. fix, but in terms of not even coming out to these people, but to get kind of a different oh, I totally agree. understanding and like just to have a reprieve from yeah. all the people that you've grown up with or that you're so used to and you've like got all their opinions and you've heard all their stories mm-hmm. and you know all their birthdays and you just don't care. Mm-hmm. It's nice to like get a new burst of oh, yeah. humanity. <laughs> Honestly, like get a job not in your little neighborhood. Like bus to work. Bus I don't know how to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Get a job because I feel like now it's gotten bigger with social media and stuff. So yeah. I'm talking like you know, if you live in one neighborhood, go like three over, bus your 30 minutes to work every day, and be with people that like don't know anyone you know. And this is like speaking, like, mm-hmm. f- first episode when I was yeah. talking about meeting gay. Just set yourself in a, like, a, well, set yourself up in a situation that you'll be more likely to find other queer yes. people in Coffee your shops. jobs. Coffee shops. Urban Outfitters, (laughs) like the Lush, the Forum, like you know, really just nail your demographic and just go. And I feel like that this is scary to do, and like obviously this depends on the person and like their comfort level. But the best thing for me was just going in and like just being me, who I wanted to be in my regular friend circle, because then you didn't have to rebuild it up. And then you're not changing something from day one. It's like, this is the bitch that came in and this is the bitch you're getting. I know. Now that I think about it, though, I think I was, like, out in my, like, first job. Right. When I was, like, 16, 17. So, Mm -hmm. like, I think there's definitely people, not maybe that I fully came out to. Yeah. But there was definitely, like, conversations that I had at my first job at a grocery store Mm. that I maybe not... Like, my initial coming out, I wasn't like, I like guys. Yeah. But I think there are definitely, like, some conversations mm-hmm. that I had that I maybe hinted towards right. something being awry. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally see that. I I just, I yeah, I just think it, looking back, I honestly didn't even think about it until we were just sitting here talking. And looking back, that Look, was, like, same. such a saving grace for me of, like, being able to be that person. Yeah. But I also had, like, a mortal enemy at my first job who was this, like, old white lady. (laughs) And I literally hated her so much because I worked at a grocery store and I was a cashier. Yeah. And I would always take over after her because she got off early because she had, like, arthritis or some shit. Yeah, classic. Um, (laughs) Classic old white ladies. Mm -hmm. Um, And she would never clean up her fucking station or, like, clean up her little till. And she would leave, like, flyers and stuff everywhere. And then one day I called her out on it and she was like, have a good day. And I literally was like, I would if you'd clean up. (laughs) She's like, I've been here 60 years. Literally, she was like, I've been here before the dawn of time. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, no, I... Oh, Jesus. Oh my God, is there a ding, train ding, coming ding. through? <laughs> Just gonna make a toast. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Get a job. <laughs> it is true. That it is helpful. And I think it, the new age version of that is like social media. Like we talked about like Tumblr and stuff. It's like a space where you can be you. And it's like yeah. you're kind of restarting and people don't know you. But there is something that is, like, so magical and so rewarding and, like, really helped me about 
being able to just like be your true self to people face to face. I feel like it's similar advice into like getting on social media and mm. meeting people that way, except you're also getting some cash money. Yeah. <laughs> you're getting some experience on your resume. You're getting paid. Your parents are happy. You have a job. You're out. It's yeah, all good. <laughs> it's all good. And also like the people have been like gone through checks and are also hired there and are potential creeps on the internet amazing it's a bonus yeah you get to see their face instead of like the face that they're kind of catfish you for the next three years with anyways anyway (laughs) anyways so on that note were you too early no okay I was gonna say should we get to our next section get you some more (laughs) what do we do on this show podcast I can explain oh yeah that's what it's called uh, on that note, I just had an actual stroke. Oh my god, how many episodes is this that you've had a stroke in a row? I'm not it's okay. It's kind of a thing, hey? Yeah, it's, it's part of my personal brand. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least you're bringing awareness. Fast. <laughs> face. Arms. Speech. Time. Is it arms? I have no idea, but I should know, I guess. Oh, yeah. I think my personal brand's just hot mess, so. Yeah. And not even hot, just the mess. <laughs> just strokes. Just strokes. Hot strokes. Hot strokes. <laughs> note. <laughs> I can explain. I can explain. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> so in this week's I can explain if you are listening for the first time, which you probably aren't because there's four of you. <laughs> um, it's, you know, we're asking people or asking each other questions we may or may not know the answers to. And if they don't, you have to bullshit it. If not, you know, whatever. That's also, <laughs> we keep throwing shit ourselves. Lots of people are listening, Sean. We're doing really well. Thank you. Good. That's good. It's mostly me like shaming us. Yeah, it's like we think. Okay, it's six. thousands. Let's slow your roll. There are the first time there was. <laughs> they all dropped out. We were we were so bad the first episode that they just yeah. left us. They're like, oh, it's gonna be lesbian shit. <laughs> <laughs> Count me out. Oh my god. Okay, so I am going to list a career to you. Okay. And you have to tell me okay. if you would classify it straight leaning. Or oh. queer leaning. Okay, I like that. Okay. Yeah, or like, I guess neutral. So basically we're going like, what the stereotype Yeah, like, stereotype. Okay. And just like, a first thing that comes okay, to Okay, quick. It needs to be so quick. this is not like really right or wrong, it's more just like quick fire. It's like what is in your mind. It's quick fire challenge. Okay, yeah, quick fire. It. Okay. Quick fire, ready? I can explain. Literally. Okay, number one, lawyer. Uh, straight. Okay. Number two, nurse. I'm not going to do numbers because I straight. can't count. <laughs> nurse, straight. Psychologist. Gay. Engineer. Straight. Banker. Straight. Teacher. I thought gay. (laughs) Okay, well you said gay. Pilot. Straight. Pharmacist. Straight. Flight attendant. Gay. Design-er. Gay. Thank you. You making direct eye contact (laughs) with me. (laughs) Gay. Dentist. Straight. Counselor. Gay. Urban planner. Straight. Auto worker. Straight. What about like Rosie the Riveter? Fuck yeah. That wasn't cars. Was that planes? <laughs> was she a lesbian? <laughs> Is that Julianne Moore? <laughs> None of the above. Uh, nutritionist. Gay. Architect. Straight. Police officer. Gay. You're like gay or like straight unless it's like YMCA village people. <laughs> it's hard too because like it, I can t- I have different answers depending if we're talking about a man or a woman. It's also hard because it's like you might have one answer and then you picture like that one time you saw like a gay wear like a slutty costume of it. <laughs> like for example, police officer, if you had said male police officer, straight. straight. Female police officer, gay. gay. Okay. Flight attendant, female flight attendant, straight. Male flight attendant, gay. Like, <laughs> female flight attendant, ambiguous, but angry. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Male flight attendant, nice and gay. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, media manager. Gay. Biologist. Gay. Yeah, I was like, fish are so gay. <laughs> like, whales, gay. Dolphins, <laughs> gay. <laughs> the gayest. Dolphin. <laughs> Super gay. <laughs> Knew it. My favorite career. <laughs> and then, um, physiotherapist. Straight. Real estate agent. Gay. <laughs> you like feeling attacked by that. Um, and the last one is electrician. Straight. Okay. 
it's so it's so bad because the stereotypes are like so in like I'm realizing as I'm saying this which is fucked up and problematic to say but I'm like I'm not saying it in a problematic way I'm saying it like I'm aware of the way that like society has shaped me and it sucks that when I hear of a male dominated kind of industry you think I think straight, straight right and a female in it must be gay yeah. And when I hear of a female, typically, stereotypically dominated, interesting, such as nursing, um, flight attendant, those sorts of things. If you think of a man, it's... A man gay. must be gay. Well, that's... I. Th- my whole point of this was, like, not to be like, these are careers that are straight or gay. Yeah. But it's, like, it kind of was to be, like, what are yeah. the stereotypes or, like, the past thoughts that you have that you've gone your entire yeah. life thinking about isn't that so weird yeah I'm crazy that I'm thinking like oh if we switch the gender norm which gender has nothing to do with sexuality exactly it must be because they're gay so like I'm a lesbian so I feel like I have like some masculine Wait. character you're a lesbian <laughs> surprise I feel like I have some characteristics that like I would consider more masculine that I feel do well in male dominated industries yeah and um, I, that even sucks to say, but it's true. And I feel like when I think of a stereotypically female dominated industry, I think, oh, the guy working in it must be really feminine. So he must be really gay. Yeah. Which is like so weird to think, but that's just psychology, like man. My brain is molded, which sucks. Exactly. Let's open our little minds. Open them. Mm-hmm. Right okay. Well, are we ready for this episode's edition of... ASMR. I really was going for that way before you got there. You were like leaning into Literally, the mic. And like my legs were peeling themselves off this chair. I'm trying so hard to enunciate. Look at you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I really actually, this is soothing to me. See, this is loud voice quietly. Or quiet. Am I speaking loud enough? See, that's too loud. Now you're just talking. Okay. Yeah. Like this. It has to be like breathy. Follow us on OnlyFans to see Brie and her mic. <laughs> I'm trying to be a gay ASMR artist. Ooh. Do you know how they call those on YouTube ASMR artists? I didn't know that. That's what they call them. You need to trademark that now. Make merch. Yeah. Gay ASMR artists. Yes. Okay. Okay. Merch coming soon. This <laughs> my podcast. Okay. This is this week's gay ASMR. All right, so if you want to find out what all these gay SMRs actually are, make sure to head over to our Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast. And if you want to see what we look like, you can follow us personally on Instagram at Brian Williamson and at Sean.Lusk. As always, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you see around, around the neighborhood. Holy shit, I almost missed that one. I wasn't paying attention. I was literally looking at my I nails. look up here literally like, I'm like looking at your little manicure. <laughs> But you know what? Actually, you gave me more time because I actually do need to tell them. If you were listening on SoundCloud, 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 <laughs> yes. If you were listening on SoundCloud, why can't I say that word? If you're listening on SoundCloud or iTunes or Apple Podcasts, make sure to subscribe, give us a rating, only if it's a good one. Follow. We really appreciate it. And as always, thank you for listening, and we'll see, see you around, around the, the game. Yeah, honestly, like toss us those five stars on <laughs> iTunes, baby. <laughs> Bye. Bye.